In this first series of The Recruiter Room, we're going to be exploring the extraordinary world of entrepreneurship. I'm going to be joined by recruitment business leaders, founders, directors and industry champions diving deep into their intriguing worlds, learning to understand what business ownership really means to them. We'll hear about how they've overcome career challenges and setbacks and celebrate what they've achieved. Personally, I'm fascinated by the many different faces, incredible personalities and often controversial opinions our industry has to offer. And I'm delighted to present this series of discussions, which I hope will enlighten some established business owners and at the same time provide a useful insight for many aspiring entrepreneurs. In this uh, second episode of The Recruiter Room, I had a really insightful chat with Mark Atkinson from Henderson Bond Consulting. Uh, Mark is the managing partner there, um, and Henderson Bond is uh, a real specialist um, industry agnostic recruitment company that, um, that really brings an authentic consultancy approach to its clients. Um, they provide um, specialist human capital resources uh, within the business improvement sector, including operational excellent, Lean Six Sigma, or automation technology, um, and executive appointments. And um, we had a really good chat about what life is like um, as a business owner and what an entrepreneur really means to Mark Atkinson. And Mark has got some. Uh, wise words uh, for any listeners out there who are potentially thinking about starting their own recruitment business. So uh, here we go. Hope you enjoy it. Hello, Mark. Hi, Ash. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. How are you? Yep, very well, thank you. Good. Can you hear me all right? I can indeed. Good stuff. Welcome to the recruiter room. uh, How's the week shaping up? Uh, Very busy. (laughs) Excellent, of course. You've got lots on at the moment. Uh, yes, um, several interviews happening all at once, several candidates being spoken to. So there's a good, good stuff. of activity happening. I think uh, I always get a bit, um, a bit nervous and a bit anxious, really, when the snow starts to fall, especially when there's lots happening, when you've got lots of meetings on or interviews lined up or think, something like that. And uh, we, we snowed in yesterday or this uh, morning, should I say? Yeah, pretty much. Um, but I had no anticipation of uh, going outside if I didn't have to. So uh, <laughs> no issues caused by uh, the, the, the snow that surrounds us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good stuff. So, um, so let's, let's dive right in then. So um, for the listeners um, who uh, are listening to this particular podcast, Mark, Atkinson um, is the um, director and managing partner of uh, Henderson Bond. Um, and um, you would have heard from, from the introduction there. And Mark, is, um, you, you quite recently, in the last, I think, what, six months or so, opened up um, Henderson Bond. Is that, that, that's pretty right, isn't it? Yeah, so we set the business up uh, during the month of September, yeah. Um, with a, an official legal launch and activity starting to happen, um, sort of end of October, begin middle to end of October. Yeah, yeah. And you've had a, had a cracking start, haven't you? What does, 
I suppose what I ask a lot of my um, um, guests that come on here is, is it, what does a business owner or being a business owner really mean, mean to you, Mark? Uh, have you noticed the difference already? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you know, and I've, I've thought long and hard about this over the years. And um, it, this is, you know, my, my second venture into the work in myself and, and building a company. Yeah. Um, so for me, by and large, it represents freedom. It represents autonomy. I'm now completely in control of my own destination and my own earning potential. Um, it's it's a, a great opportunity to build a business that not only I would want to work for in terms of culture, the way it operates, etc., yeah. but also to build a business that other people really want to work for yeah. and be happy in and thrive in and earn you know, good money but have a, a good work-life balance with minimum of stress that, that you know, essentially as possible as it can be. And, and I suppose taking a step back, really, what, what and I, I've probably asked you this before, Mark, but for, for the listeners, why did you decide to work for yourself in the first place? What was it that kind of really helped, made you kind of make that leap and want to start the business? I think, you know, firstly, I'd say all of the above previous um, sort of answers to your first question, but there's always a catalyst. Um, I think, and there's always a, a point you get to in your career um, where you're offered the opportunity of a fork in the road, and you can you can go down you know one side of the road or the other side of the road. Yeah. Um, and catalyst happened for me uh, middle of last year. <clears throat> um, but I'd say I, I'd been thinking about it um, for a number of years. And for a number of years, there were elements in the role that I was doing for the equipment owner and the business I was working with that, you know, I wasn't entirely happy with. And it wasn't fulfilling either my financial goals or, um, you know, my career goals. And I think that, that was really the catalyst to seek out, you know, the right advice, the right support, and to carve out the journey I'm now on but over and above that um, there's a sense of pride um, which you know some people don't get yeah. I, I have an enormous sense of pride in a number of ways in the risks that I've taken yeah. I'm proud of what the business has achieved in a very very short space of time already I'm proud of how my family feel um, and I think over and above those or in addition to those, it's the ability to work in the way that you believe is the right way to work and not just how your manager or your director who, you know, if we remember they're not directly connected with the candidate or the client necessarily, yeah. but still, in some cases, they still direct you or influence you to work in a certain way yeah. rather than necessarily doing the right thing for the candidate or the client. I get what you're saying. Has it made much of a difference to your life? Oh, it's an, an enormous difference. Um, you know, every day is a, you, know, you face a different challenge, of course. 
Um, but that's the same whether you're working for yourself, building your own business, or whether you're working for someone else. Yeah. Um, but I've now got more freedom to decide, you know, when to take 10 minutes out or an hour out. Um, I've got more freedom to decide on when to focus on the business. Um, there's more money involved, which has another enabler in that my wife has been able to leave her PAYE job that she wasn't enjoying at all uh-huh. and, and now do a job that she's absolutely thriving and loving doing. Fantastic. Gives her, you know, the same sort of money, if not more, um, but the flexibility around our two, um, you know, growing children. Yes. Uh, so all of those equal a, a much happier home life for, you know, both myself and my wife, but also the kids. I can go to the gym when it's less busy rather than having to go at peak times because I've got to be in the office for 8.30 until 5.30 or 6 o'clock. Yep. Um, I don't have to ask anyone else's permission to leave an hour earlier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> appointment or to go and see my parents or school plays or parents' evenings. I just arrange my diary to suit other parts and aspects of my life. Well, that's fantastic. I mean, if it makes that much of a difference to, to, your, to not just your professional life, but your personal life as well, that must feel, it must make you feel great, right? It, it, and it makes a difference to your family, because that's, that's, you know, fam, family come first, don't they, really? Yeah, I mean, I've, it's made an enormous difference. I mean, where, where we are now, as a family, as opposed to where we were six months ago, um, it's like almost like waving a magic wand and having all the elements of a, you know, a professional life in balance and in harmony with your personal life and all the other aspects of, you know, life outside of, yeah. you know, working activities. It is brilliant. And to be in command and control of that um, is an even, you know, more amazing feeling. When, I, um, when I'm speaking to recruiters, which is pretty much on a daily basis, um, and they come to me and they say, hey, you know, I'm looking to start my own business, um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and some days are better than others for me, but I'm always looking for certain key criteria, I suppose, um, in order for that conversation to develop um, into something um, more more, more meaningful, I suppose. I think the word entrepreneur does get banded around quite quite a bit, and it kind of made me feel a bit. I kind of started thinking one day, I, uh, you know, what 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 does it actually mean, entrepreneur? You know, what what does it actually mean? And so I like to ask everyone, what what do you think? What are the key characteristics, um, the key attributes that that you think makes a an entrepreneur? That's a really good question, Ash. I think, you know, my interpretation of entrepreneur is my own interpretation. Um, yeah. But I think one of those questions, if you ask a thousand people, you, you're likely to get 999 um, different answers. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think go, going into, you know, creating Henson Box, um, there's a passion behind the reason called Henderson Bond, and that is from two uh, areas of, of 
both my wife and, and, and my own family background. So there's a reason, you know, my the name it is first and foremost. But I think in answer to your question, I've thought long and hard about this, and I, I, I've reflected on, you know, my own career to date in the recruitment world, and you know, some of the things I've done well, some of the things I've not done so well. Um, and I've sort of, for me, I guess, I've narrowed it down to self-confidence. You have to be self-confident to do this. Um, you've got to be self-driven because, you know, you're not waiting for your manager to walk by to, to make sure you're doing something. Um, if, you, if you don't do anything, you don't earn any money and you don't build a business. Yeah. Um, You've got calculated risk taker. So you, you've got to analyze what you're getting yourself into and ask yourself, am I willing to take that risk? Um, you know, what, what's the exit look like? What is plan B um, if, if I don't make it successful? Um, and then once you take that leap of faith in yourself, you have to be, you know, in order to get there, you've got to be ambitious in the first place. Um, but you've got to be committed. You've got to be resourceful. You, you've got to have a laser-focused approach. Not all of the time, yeah. but certain tasks and certain um, strategic decisions, um, you, you have to have a laser focus and, and get the job done. You've got to have single-minded goals. You've got to be flexible. You've got to be resilient. You've got to be strong-minded, dedicated, got to apply consistency and you, you've got to bring along with you along that journey you, you can't be afraid to fail um, providing you learn yeah. you've got to be influential and, and you've got to an absolute necessity having had the experience I've had over the last 10-15 years you've got to have a strong support network around you yeah it's not impossible to do it on your own. No. Uh, I've been, I tried it and I failed. Um, and I learned from it. I learned an enormous amount about myself, uh, but also about the importance of that support network. And that's not just, you know, that's not just your mate around the corner. Um, it, it, it's not necessarily, you know, the bank that you bank with. It's all of the other business elements, tools that are needed to drive a business forward. Sure. But over and above that, and, and in addition to that, um, you've got to have a strong family support behind you. I think because that's really important, yeah. Most, most recruiters starting their own business start from home. Not always the most, um, <clears throat> not always the best environment to start with, but it keeps costs they're lowest yes you know you can't stop family and friends coming in and out you can't stop the kids coming home but you know from school at a certain time um so they've got to support you in you know what you're doing and what you're trying to achieve for the family it can't so be it can't be well, all good it can't be all good though i mean what are the do you, are there any downsides that you've kind of noticed over the last um few months and over the years um, from before as well, or are there any downsides that you, that you could kind of maybe um, help some other listeners out there who are thinking of perhaps doing it? 
So a very good friend of mine um, sort of acts as a bit of a um, an ad hoc life coach, if you like. He's a, an individual that I've known for over and above 20 odd years. Do you, and, do you want to share who that is? Do you want to know? Uh, um, yeah, it, 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 <laughs> by the name of um, Mr. Abraham. Right. Um, he lives down in the south of England. Um, he's a life coach. He's um, CrossFit trainer. Yeah. Um, he's that's uh, hard. That CrossFit. We tried that. Yeah. Um, he runs um, other uh, fitness. His first name's Claude, by the way. He runs other fitness programs, one-on-one training. Um, he's a dedicated plant-based only um, yeah. eater. Yeah. Uh, but he's a very, very good sounding board. And I, I, I can't speak for anybody else, but I know for, for me, who I am, our relationship, um, he's someone that I can talk to about anything and everything. Yeah. And something he turns me on to um, about a year or so ago was a story he relayed to me from early on in his career. And we're, sim- we're similar age. Um, and that was a mantra that I've started adopting over the past 12 months. And I, I don't think I would be where I am now if I didn't continue to apply that. And, and that's two very, very simple words that are enormously powerful. And that's intention and energy. Intention and energy, yeah. I'll just briefly dip into that. If you don't apply intention and energy, you're not going to earn any money. Your your business is not going to go anywhere. Yeah. I remind myself as a sort of a daily tool why I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Why I'm doing my own company. You have to figure out what your intentions are, then apply the energy required to achieve them. Even in those, you know, there are mundane tasks to running your own business that are not, you know, not nice to have to do, but you have to do them. Yeah. What I've learned is for every one mundane task there is, whether it's filling in a spreadsheet for expenses, whether it's, you know, paying bills via the internet, whether it's marketing on LinkedIn or advertising, you know, opportunities via other uh, recruitment job boards. Yeah. For every one of those mundane tasks, there are several more on the upside. So it's probably twofold. The downside to running your own business and building your own business, there are aspects of it that are really aggravating, really annoying. They take, you know, they don't take all the time in the world, but they absolutely have to be done. And on top of that, if you don't apply intention and energy, you're not going to get anywhere. Intention, that's, that's some great words of advice, I think, there. And, um, I've, I've written those two words down. Thanks for that. That's, um, that's really so good. I might, I might say to myself at the beginning of the week, so my intention is to try and land one new client this week. Mm-hmm. If I then don't do anything about getting that new client, there's an unlikely chance that they're just going to fall in my lap. So I've got to apply the energy and laser focus 
to get that new client. Sure. And do you think it does it work for you? It clearly does. You've said you've been doing it for the last year or so, right? Yeah, it does. Great. Um, you know, I, my intention was to create create the freedom in what I'm doing and more money. And that was the intention. So I, I put in the energy to create exactly where I am now. That's fantastic. Um, I speak to a lot of our clients, a lot of business owners and recruitment leaders. And, you know, as you, you know, as well as I do, um, being a recruiter in itself um, is, um, can be um, quite um, overwhelming and quite very, very busy. Um, and you can work. Um, sometimes it can take you to, to be working very unsociable hours at times if it, if you allow it to um i often find this is one of my issues i often find trouble finding balance in my life um i'm i kind of tend to be a, an all or nothing guy unfortunately and i have to kind of beat that out of myself a lot um but um how do you you obviously like like to go to the gym you like to keep fit and do things like that how, how do you find a balance in your life being a juggling business owner, being a family man, being a recruiter, and probably everything else that's going on in your life as well. Um, I, I think for me, it, it took me a long time to realise it, and I, I think it, you know, it, it, it takes, you know, if I do coin the phrase, intention and energy to create that balance. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's very easy when you're building a business to put an, an awful lot of pressure on yourself to work, 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 work. And you'd be at your desk seven o'clock in the morning until eight, nine o'clock at night. But one thing I've, I've learned is there's always something that you can be doing work-wise. Sure. But if, if you do that, then other aspects of your personal life yeah. and your life in general are going to start taking... You know, it's going to start taking its toll on you. Yeah. If I work 14 hours a day, five days of this week, um, I'd probably sleep the whole of the weekend, <laughs> miss fun stuff, um, miss out on the kids, miss out on the gym, miss out on you know, taking the youngest to football games and, and training. Yeah. Um, so what I've learned is, it, it, for me, um, and this is what works for me, it's about planning. And it's about making sure that the family know what my plans are. Yeah. Uh, it's about planning in, in all of your work aspects, um, your hours, the mundane tasks that have to be done to you know, run a business. Yeah. It's about planning the ABC, the simple stuff that all of us recruiters we know how to do the job, but it's about planning your diary around continuing to do those ABCs, yeah. which, you know, they overlay everything that we do. It's about planning holidays. It's about planning time out, uh -huh. planning your fitness, enjoyment with the family. Uh -huh. It can't all be work, work, work. You drive yourself absolutely crazy and risk losing um, the other things that are important in your life. And part of 
creating the Henderson Bond, you know, part of building a business and working for yourself is creating that work-life balance, which, guess what? Now you're able to create that for yourself. So why not do it? What's, um, how do you sum up your life in three words, Mark? That's really easy. <laughs> Go on. Um, Straight to it. Uh, um, there's two words and an acronym. Go on, then. Because um, I like to keep it short. Proud. Yeah. Happy. And the, the acronym is F for Freddy, L for Lima, G. F-L-G, yeah. L-G, which stands for Future Looks Great. Oh, brilliant. Hey, now, hang on, that's, that's kind of six words. No, dude, you're cheating now. <laughs> no, that's, <laughs> no, that's a good one. That's a good one. Slightly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So um, just before we go, just before we, um, um, we kind of uh, sign off um, for, for this, what would be your number one tip to any kind of budding or fellow entrepreneur listeners out there? Anyone who, th- who you think might be, uh, uh, listening, uh, listening, or want, thinking about starting their own business, should I say? What would be your number one tip? It's an interesting question because I've recently had this conversation with some former colleagues um, over a, a get together yeah. over the weekend, and I think you know I, I'd provide the same sort of sentiment to anybody um, looking to do what I'm now doing. Yeah, I think provided. Provided that you've learned your trade, I think providing that you've gained a few battle scars and that you have sought out the correct support network or mechanism or company, yeah. just, just take the leap of faith. Believe in yourself, back, back yourself, and just go for it. You know, what, what's the worst that can happen? If it fails like many successful entrepreneurs have done so in the past, as long as you learn from it, start again. Yeah. Or, you know, go back to being an employee. Yeah. It, it, it's very simple. Um, you just have to back yourself and you've just got to go for it. I think that's it, the key it, thing there. You've got to back yourself. And I think as long as you take the time to consider your options uh, fully and decide on which option is best for you, back yourself, get the right support, then I suppose what's left apart from just going for it, yeah? It, 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 that self-confidence. Yeah. And, and you, you've got to ask yourself some very, very honest questions. Um, you know, can, can you be confident in yourself? Because if you're not, that's fine. Yeah. Work out what you need to add to your armory to have that self-confidence to believe in your own ability. Yeah. Um, but most successful businesses surround themselves with the right support network. You know, it, it's not always possible um, to just do it on your own. No, no. And to scale it in the future, it's that the aim. That's right. So you've got to believe in yourself. You've got to back yourself. You've got to have the right support network because that takes a, a, a lot of the um, the risk um, out of the equation. Not all of it, but certainly a lot of it. Um, just go for it. 
you know, if you're thinking about doing it, do it. Mark, thanks very much. Just before we go, we are, what, mid to end of January now, 2019. What's your plans for the rest of 2019? Big plans? Yes. Um, so the aim is to ensure that the foundations are in place, um, to ensure that there's a um, healthy pipeline of revenue coming through um, and on the horizon. And midway through the year, the aim is to take on um, office premises yep. and office employee yep. and get them up and running within the first three months so that we can continue that trend of growth throughout the rest of 2019 and on to 2020. Are you, can people find you on LinkedIn, Mark? Are you on LinkedIn, Twitter? Where's the, where's the best yep. place to find you? Just search me out under Henderson Bond or search me out under the full name Mark Edward Atkinson. Um, I'm pretty visible. Um, we have over 13,000 direct first-hand connections. Um, so it shouldn't, shouldn't be too difficult to find me. No. Uh, we'll just give you guys a call and uh, I can get my email from there. Mark Atkinson from Henderson Bond. Thanks ever so much for your chat this afternoon. That's really good. And I hope, hopefully uh, some listeners found that really, those words of wisdom um, um, really useful. Um, I certainly did. Intention and energy. Mark, thanks very much for your, for your time today. Speak to you soon. My pleasure. Cheers. Thank thanks. You. Bye-bye. That was a great chat with uh, Mark Atkinson from Henderson Bond Consulting there. Intention and energy. If you don't apply intention and energy, you don't earn money. Um, so I hope you enjoyed that. Um, and I'm going to look forward to um, presenting to you episode three very shortly. Speak to you soon.